joy and pain got sunshine and rain day number two of rain in orange county everybody's freaking out here so every day that it rains you get a little snippet of some song that has the word rain in it congratulations and welcome to another episode of jack of all um i know i can't see your response out there but just show of hands if you're driving use two hands and lift them as high up as possible if you are somebody who urinates in the shower more specifically i'm thinking the gym shower um, i don't know how this always happens i always forget but every time i find myself in the shower i've got a full tank and we're talking like individual stalls here not not like a group shower go for it but when you're in an individual stall how willing are you to urinate because i might be on an island here but I am all for it. I am so pro-shower urinating, I might put it on a t-shirt. And I guess part of me forgets about it, but the other part of me is just looking forward to it. The whole time I'm working out, I'm thinking, yeah, this is great. Yes, health. Yeah, awesome. Great. I look, I look phenomenal in a unitard. Great. Uh, but really, the only reason I go to the gym is to urinate in the shower because I enjoy it. And and everybody's like, oh, that's so gross. What about the next person that goes in the shower? And I'm thinking, you know what? Chances are the next person that's in that shower got life lighted there after a jellyfish sting, and I'm probably saving their lives. So you say gross, I say I'm a hero. Well, looked it up because I was curious if I should actually send my name in for like a Nobel Peace Prize or or something and turns out urine does not help jellyfish stings despite what you heard on the friends episode it is a myth as a matter of fact they say that urine can aggravate a jellyfish sting (laughs) not help it so um, now my hypothetical situation now I just assume that the next person that was in the shower, still got life lighted there, um, still got stung by a jellyfish, but the jellyfish sting was on the upper ankle, which caused their feet to swell, so they couldn't remove their patent leather shoes. And so now the person's just sitting there in the shower, and the, the calming, warm water is alleviating their anxieties, and the ammonia in my urine is helping to soften their leather shoes so I don't know man I might be missing something here but I it seems to me any way you cut it I'm a hero um so yeah I don't know who to thank or um or whatever but let's get the word out of how many lives I'm probably saving a day just by doing that there are a million things that's one of them that I think some people would do that others wouldn't Right. This is a bad example because I believe everybody would make the same decision I am. But there are a million different things. And it's interesting to me. Like, what are the factors that go into that? Like, what makes sense to one person and is just ridiculous to another? Right. Like, take people who climb mountains, like Mount Everest. What are the factors that go into that? What are the perceptions and 
desires that just differentiate that to somebody else who would never ever do that and it's weird we got these filters and convictions that matter way more to us than to other people right and and determine our actions so much that we are convinced that ours are right so where does that start you know are we born with those do we create those filters um i saw i actually mentioned charles manson in the podcast yesterday i saw an interview with him once that was really really interesting yes crazy um but everyone he said this thing that has stuck with me so he's talking with the guy and um charles manson says i'm freer than you are to this interviewer the interviewer's like what do you what do you mean and then manson just goes crazy and he's like and like making all these sounds and just flipping out and the interviewer is like what the heck just happened and then charles manson goes uh you would never ever consider doing that right and the interviewer is like no and he's like right because you worry about what people would think of you because you have kind of created this filter of how conversation should go and uh, I am not bound by those restrictions. I don't care about what other people think of me. Uh, I have fewer filters than you do, and therefore I'm, I'm free, which I think is really interesting. Um, yeah, it's like, dang, Charlie's making some sense here. This isn't good. Uh, but the rest of the interview was crazy enough that I was like, okay, we're fine. Uh, but I was talking to my mom about that. She had one trip where she came out to visit. And I said, isn't this an interesting point that old Charles Manson makes? And she said, she's going to kill me for this, but she goes, well, you know, what's free? Like you're free to take a poop in the middle of the grocery store, <laughs> but there's still courtesy and consequence, right? I don't know if you're totally free to take a poop in the grocery store. And I was like, mom, that's gross. Gross example. I'm not going to take a poop in the grocery store. Now, excuse me, because I got to go to the YMCA. No, I think it's a... I think she makes a solid point. Oh, that's a poor choice of words. I think she makes a good point here. What is freedom? Right? What is freedom really? Um, I've always said, and I, I believe, that freedom is one of the most important characteristics of a good life for me. It's something that I care about. It's um, something I'm continually determining if I'm experiencing in life. So if that's the case, then let's get a handle on what freedom is. I, freedom for me does not mean a life devoid of hardship, right? It doesn't mean that freedom just means nothing terrible ever happens or nothing hard ever happens. And obviously from yesterday, freedom doesn't mean comfort. So what is it? For me, freedom means a dynamic peace. Freedom to me means like a peace that allows really clear perspective, right? So think of when you felt the lack of freedom or the opposite of freedom. So maybe you felt like enslaved to your bills or um, enslaved to your reputation, right? That's me. That's happened to me. All early in my life, I was the funny guy. And at some point, I didn't even feel the freedom to be myself. 
you know, because I was just, this is who you are. And I'd have people say, dude, come meet Graham. He's the funniest guy I know. Watch. And I was like, oh, great. And then I'd have to do something. I'm like, oh, no, I think I'm falling into the fountain again. <laughs> I don't know. Just do something ridiculous. But I was like, I can't be me. I have these pressures that are restricting my perspective and restricting who I really am and, um, all of my anxieties are around the, the wrong things. So, yeah. The more pressures we have, the more we find ourselves prioritizing the wrong things, right? The less we pay attention to what really matters. Um, so, for me, freedom means clarity of perspective. If I'm making a decision for the next season of my life, and all I'm thinking about is money, or all I'm thinking about is how I can be really successful or more successful than that guy or, you know, who do I need to beat to be the best or whatever. Our focus narrows on the wrong thing. And I think that we miss out on a lot of the beauty that God puts in our lives every day, right? Um, yeah, it, when I take a second, honestly, and pray about it, and I seek clarity, I have found um, that in those moments, whatever my next kind of take the hill thing is, that I've been more united with my family than ever before. That's a big thing. For me, freedom does not feel like fighting against the people around me. It feels like a group effort. It's like a family endeavor. And if it doesn't, then it's probably not worth it. I need people that are fighting alongside me for clarity of perspective, not more people that are, think of like a carotid artery, right? So if you have a, a free-flowing artery, you get to get to hear from God and you get to walk this life that he's intended. But the more pressures we have that, you know, concave this artery, the, the less the flow is there. And maybe we get a little bit of it, but more it just feels like a fight. It feels like a struggle. So, yeah, today is a little bit shorter than normal, but I would encourage you, um, evaluate what are the unnecessary pressures in your life right now, you know? What are the worries that you're placing ahead of maybe what God has for you? And, yeah, again, even if you're not the praying type, man, give it a whirl and just say, Dang, I've got some anxieties and some fears right now that are taking me over. And I really wish this didn't have a grip on me. So, God, would you just maybe alleviate some of the anxiety surrounding this so that I can experience more freedom in my life? And, um, yeah, so pursue dynamic peace amid expectations and pressures. Uh, it's not devoid of hardship. <laughs> you still got to pay your bills. Can't go to your landlord and say, hey, sorry, landlord, this rent doesn't really feel like freedom to me. I don't know how that's going to... Graham said this, and he's a hero. He urinates in showers. I don't think they're going to go for that. But uh, don't let the anxieties cloud your perspective. Uh, you can still recognize that you have a beautiful, fulfilling life ahead of you. And do whatever you can to keep your artery from being carotid so that you can just hear continuously this message of beauty that God has for you. So a little bit of inspiration today. Hopefully it's still raining tomorrow so I can pump out another song. 
Uh, enjoy your day, and we'll try again tomorrow.